0: Hello and welcome to the second episode of Light at the End podcast. My name is Rasmus Florian. Thank you for joining me today. I will be talking some shit. So I hope you're ready. Thank you for joining me for episode two. If you have listened to episode one, you are one of three lucky people who did or unlucky because I listened to it twice. It has like five down- downloads and two of those are mined and... By God, was it? Um, let's say it wasn't what I expected. Let's just say that this podcast thing is going to be a bit more difficult than I thought, but I'm willing to stick with it. And I figured out some some structures, something of value to give you guys. If the jokes don't work, if the blah 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 you don't like my stories and whatever, most of which were incomplete. I I have to admit on the on the first episode I realized, oh I wanted to tell a story here, and then I broke it off because I got on a tangent, just like I'm doing now. So that was um that was a bit um eye-opening. To say the least i uh, saw that and i'm like all right we need to fix that first finish the stories that we start and then we'll see so yeah my week's been great uh i did nothing i did dick squat as some people would call it well it just was not wasn't really nothing but i was in vacation on vacation and i decided to stay at home i decided to do the staycation thing And by God, did I have a good time. I don't get why people need to travel somewhere else when they live in Vienna. Um, I had a great time. I did my workouts. I uh, cleaned the house. I started the podcast. Look at that. That's wonderful. So I did all that. And I went to a few comedy shows. But before I get into the comedy shows and then last week and whatever, I want to tell you this is gonna this is gonna be the bit of value that I'm gonna to bring to the podcast. This is gonna be my one drop of wisdom. I'm gonna tell you about the upcoming shows of the Vienna comedy scene. So if you wanna check them out, if you wanna support live comedy in Vienna, um, I'm gonna tell you about it on the podcast where it's happening and when it's happening. And hopefully uh, the comedians who are organizing the show, I'm going to have to talk to them and see when they have something going on. Because what I get from the Facebook research is just my shows and wherever I remember that comedy used to happen in Vienna. And that's not going to be enough. There's a bunch of comedians working in Vienna. I'm just going to tell you about the English speaking ones, maybe about some mixed shows and we'll see. So today is Sunday, the 18th. I'm recording this on a Sunday. Aren't you happy to be hearing from me? And uh, here are the comedy shows for next week. I am performing Wednesday and Saturday. Wednesday at Chibin starting uh, 7.30 p.m. It's going to be another open mic show, so I'm doing, I would assume, seven minutes. If I get a spot, let's see if how Sebastian handles that. Um, This is actually a great show because my my good friend, Tomasz Famos is going to be hosting and he always does some great material and some great crowd work and stuff like that. So if you're not coming to see me, definitely come to see him. Uh, That's worth it. Price of admission is nothing. Donations at the end. And there we go. Same is true for the Saturday show on the 23rd. Of September at Café Votif. That's also a donation-based show. It starts at 8 and this was run by my friend Jasmine. She's been doing that show for a year. Uh, one of the best shows in Vienna at the moment. Um, Friday we also have Expat Problems by Reginald Barris. He's doing his own show at Shabin. That's a one-man show that's uh, different from an open mic. So there you only get to see him. You don't get to see another, uh, I don't know, 10 guys who are bartenders and are trying to make it in comedy or trying to start or dip their toes in comedy. And most of them flailing and failing miserably at, uh, at their jokes. Must... Much like I did last Saturday. But I digress. So this is Next Week in Comedy. Um, this is as much as I, I managed to research on my little Facebook search about what's going on in Vienna uh, comedy-wise. Um, hope you enjoy it. Hope to see you at some of the shows. Um, do mention my podcast if you see me. I would love to. Like I, This would be my dream to from the five or ten downloads which I expect this to get, um, that somebody from Vienna comes up after a show, and I found out from the show, um, about the show from you. This is this is my dream at the moment, much like Martin Luther had his dream, I have mine, and this is gonna be it. So, <clears throat> this is what happens next week, about this week. Um, I want to tell you about two stories, um, about two stories, it's, it's basically one story, one and a half stories, um, about what happened last week, I went on, um, on Saturday. I just realized listening to it that uh, I do say uh, Saturday like a Boston guy. I'm definitely copying Bull, uh, Bill Burr there as well. So there you go. Uh, on Saturday, I went to see this Laughs and Tunes festival, which Tomasz Wamosh organized with a bunch of his um, musician and comedian friends. And they had like, it didn't turn out as expected. I'm not going to say it, it was bad it wasn't bad it wasn't fire festival but um there were some things that could have been improved on and it was all having to do with the organization of the event of the promotion so it was all stuff that had to do with the boring stuff, with the with the stuff that comedians aren't good at, with the stuff that comedians usually don't even want to do. They just want to show up and uh, grab the mic and uh, start saying, "Hey, how is everybody doing tonight?" So, um, I um, I went to the show uh, the second day. I had two days and started around six and it was outside. Now, if you haven't been around, weather has been extremely bad for outside shows. So it, was, it wasn't it was really raining, it wasn't pouring, but it was cold. It was cold and windy and kind of humid and kind of uncomfortable to sit. Like if you were taking on a walk on down the street, that was fine. But if you were sitting for... Three hours. Uh, the, the The festival lasted from six to nine, I believe. And <clears throat> if you were sitting for all that time, that was that was uncomfortable. And uh, they were prepared with a fire barrel and stuff like that, and we warmed ourselves up, and that was that was fine. So the weather was definitely against them. Um, another thing that was against them is that they were they started the idea of doing like a 500 people uh, festival where they would have a big stage and uh, lots of room to see 500 people and they couldn't get the, the venue to hook them up with the big place. So they had to do it in the small place, still outside, but they had around, I would say, 20 to 30 people. And I was one of them. And I went there, I had a great time. Like even though it was uh it was shitty weather wise and uh, we had uh no blankets and nothing I was just trembling there oh Jesus shivering it's not trembling trembling is when, when I'm afraid I wasn't afraid I was just shivering it was cold and um, we. I had a great time because I went to see. My purpose was to see Captain Cali. Captain Cali is this comedian from Hamburg, uh, very very funny black guy uh, who works with Thomas a lot. Of, a lot of the times, whenever Thomas goes to to Hamburg, he hooks up with Captain Cali. Then they do a show and whatever. So I've been hearing a lot about this guy, and I haven't. I have seen some of his stuff online, but I really wanted to see him live. And by God, did he kill! He killed for one hour. He he got everything out of the room. There was a music act before him. She did pretty well. She, but music is hard to judge because people don't, you don't get the immediate reaction from music as you do from comedy. Uh, at the end, everybody claps anyway. So, but Captain Kelly. Definitely killed. If you're in Hamburg, if you if you see a poster of him doing comedy somewhere, definitely check it out. Uh, the stage presence this guy has was really remarkable. I, I was da- standing there taking notes. I was taking notes. Oh, he! I should do this. I should do that. That was very funny. That was definitely calculated. I got to see him handle a heckler. And it was... He didn't even say anything... Um, she just kept interrupting and contradicting his premise, and he didn't even say anything to to her, but just the way he, he turned the problem, like, I don't care what you think, this is not a conversation, although it sounds like one, I'm kind of using this to get to my next point, to my next joke. That really worked with the crowd, and the crowd immediately started laughing. And that girl who was interrupting him um, immediately felt bad. I would assume. I don't know. Maybe she's a psycho. Maybe she never feels bad. Who knows? Who knows with these people? So, <clears throat> I I couldn't stay to the end of the festival. I had to leave after Khalid's, uh, Khalid's show. So, I basically paid 20 bucks to see. Uh, this guy performed comedy for one hour, which was worth it. I That was definitely a good 20 bucks. I had a good time for the money. So, then I went to do a spot at Café Votif, the one that I'm doing uh, next week as well. And <clears throat> I was all happy and inspired. And I was like, oh my God, that was excellent to do, all pumped up. And... I went on stage with that energy and by God did I bomb. It was, oh, oh, I'm telling you, Uh, it was one of the hardest bombs I've had in a few months now, uh, I think. And it's really, it really is one of those things in comedy where I have this theory that whatever you think that you're doing great, that you got this shit figured down, that you you yo your joke writing is off the hook and your stage presence and you're doing callbacks and you doing you're getting laughs every fucking premise and everything. Uh, the moment you start thinking like that, a bomb is just around the corner. And I was proven right once again. On the other hand, if you've been bombing for a while, don't get discouraged. It's uh it's just part of the process. Sometimes you get like five bombs one after the other and you're gonna have to deal with just a few giggles. But it was like well, everybody bombed last night, which is not an excuse, but it's um it really builds up. Uh, like if we're three comedians on stage and the first two bomb, it's gonna be tough for the for the third one to dig out of the hole. To figure out a way to get him laughing to a level that's acceptable for a comedy show, uh, because I got some laughs, but they were like three isolated people who were laughing, partly because it was funny and partly because can you believe that he actually said that? That's fucking ridiculous. So there was I got those laughs too, which I've learned to recognize after a while, and I look at them like yeah, I kind of did, and it didn't. When I realized, oh, they're laughing because, oh, fuck, he actually said that? Um, I mean, yeah, I did. And it didn't fucking work, now did it? So, that was um, that was basically my week. And that was my, my show. I did great on Wednesday. I had a great time. Um, Shabin is always fun. And uh, the organizers there are doing a pretty good job at... Um, at making the room sound good and getting the lightning, and uh, well, Jack Holmes was hosting and he really cares about the shows and he always shows up with uh, with music for the intro and the outro and do it a very, very professional. Now, Tamás he does a whole different thing, which um, it's hard to say which one's the best, they both work. Um, Tamás just does. Crowd work and figures out ways to get the crowd more interested in what we have to say, and that's that's also very very productive because they even though you're you're not getting them to laugh, it's a good attitude to have them think that you're gonna ask them a question. At least they're paying attention, you know, and at least you know that if the the joke falls flat, it wasn't because he was ordering a beer with the waitress or. Because uh, I don't know, because they were distracted or talking to each other. It was because the joke was shit, which is always good to know. If you're doing shit on stage, you should know that's uh, there's no way, and that's that's part of the part of the business. It's you try something, it's shit, you improve it, or you you cut it out. It's no no middle ground. Anyway, I have this new joke that I was working out uh, the other night and it got something which was weird because um, it's so much based on the energy that I deliver it with. And I started out very energetic and very, let's go. And um, <clears throat> I, got them, I got them laughing with the first two, three jokes. And was, they were giggling and the guys in the back weren't even paying attention. It was, it was that kind of situation where the two tables in the front were paying attention and were there for the show and the table in the back was like 15 kids who didn't give a fuck that I was on stage or that I was talking I wasn't talking to them I was just talking at them they had their own thing going and they were just um, basically annoying me because I'm more important than anything you've got going on so um, that's that was my week how was yours? How what did you do? Did you go to work? Did you take vacation? Are you achieving your goals? Are you the best you you can be? Are you? All right, I'll stop shouting. <laughs> Thing is I'm, I'm I'm fucking with the microphone way way too much uh, i believe but it's all a bit of an experiment and i'm going to listen to this and see how the uh, automatic equalizer does on the um, on the peaks and valleys and see how uh, what i can adjust with the with the software i'm using so i'm just drinking coffee here don't worry about it so um oh my god the summer is gone Uh, fall is here which means we're going to have a bunch of comedy shows starting in the week after next Um, I got uh, my friend Ali and my friend um, Roland they both have their own open mics which they, they went with the open mics in summer break so this is, they're, they're starting up uh, end of September, beginning of October, and that means it's going to be a busy October for a uh, little Russ fan over here. Uh, I'm going to have to do, I mean, I don't have to do anything, but I'm going to want to do comedy about three times a week, which is a lot for me, doing five minutes three times a week uh, or seven minutes three times a week is a lot for me you know, getting it prepared and working on it and just tinkering with it but it's also gonna be very very fun because I love this shit. so uh, that does that that's okay with me man let's just uh, put it there so yeah I really don't 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 have anything else uh, for you um. I'm just excited about that, about comedy really, really coming back. Sorry, I had to clear my throat over there. So, um, I'm really excited about comedy coming back and I'm really, really excited in a different different kind of way. Um, I'm excited about Sober October. You guys doing that? I definitely am. I, uh, I'm going to quit being an animal for the month of October. Well, I'm gonna be a different kind of animal. I'm gonna be a gym bro, basically, um, starting with the 1st of October. Um, I'm doing this month, um, I do what I usually do, meaning I quit uh, alcohol and cigarettes, all kinds of tobacco. I quit it, I don't smoke cigarettes, I smoke cigarillos, but uh, it's still, it is a habit at this point. So I'm going to quit everything for one month and I also do a workout every day. That's the point of Sober October. Out with the bad, in with the good. That's what we're doing. And um, I'm doing, this year, I'm doing kettlebells. And I think I may have set the bar, the bar a bit too high. I went with, uh, oh, I'm going to do a, like 30 minutes kettlebell workouts Um and 30 minutes kettlebell workouts with the kettlebell that I'm using at the moment. I'm using a 16 kilogram. I don't know how much that is in pounds. I don't know how your American retarded units go. I'm not calling you any American retarded. Just don't fly off the handle. Your units are very, very stupid. Meaning retarded. Uh, not really. Not even stupid, I would say. Just retarded. By which I mean the the, the French word... Um, delayed in time. You need to get up with the times with your units, America. That's all I'm saying. So that's 16 kilograms, uh, the kettlebell that I'm using, and that's a bit much for me at at this point. So we'll see. The point of it is that I shouldn't get injured while doing my, my practice but i um also don't wanna don't wanna you know do something that would turn out too easy you know i wanna i wanna challenge myself a little bit so we'll see how this goes um I'm gonna try and cycle it through the through the movements because my my plan is just to do thirty minutes of workout and then um There, it isn't specified how the workout should look like so I can do different moves today and then tomorrow I can do something else that doesn't uh, put so much stress on my arms or my legs or my back or whatever the heck I'm doing so that's pretty much it with my plans are you trying something like that I'm sure you'll let me know. I have a new email for the podcast. It's, uh, let me see, I have it written down here. I don't want to mess this up. So, where was it? In Gmail. And, um, and this is not it. This is ridiculous. Why is this not it? So, yeah, it's uh, light at the end, podcast at gmail.com. So if you guys want to write me, uh, you can definitely write me there uh, with any questions, any feedback, any kind of marriage proposal, whatever you got. Just write me and um, I don't know if I'm going to write back. No promises, but I might mention it on the podcast. I might start doing questions or I might just start pretending that you guys read me, wrote me questions and... Um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have fun with that. All right, all right. So, um, not much else to say. Thank you guys very much for listening. This was light at the end, and this has been my time. I'm Rus van Florian. Thank you guys very much. Bye.